Yo, what is going on, guys? This is Braxton Fretwell, and we're here on the second episode of For the One. I have a guest with me, Mr. Trey Stowe. Thank you, man. Glad to be here. And I just want to start off, you know, this is a culture that we try to set, and I just want to start off by honoring you, man. I just want to say thank you, you know, for your friendship and for what that's meant for me. And we we kind of came friends off of... Uh, we came friends off Twitter. Yeah. I think Trey is going to share a little bit about that at some point in time. I don't know. But yeah. we kind of just met up. It, shot, it started with a, a quick DM to a brother in faith, and it just kind of it just kind of went from there. Oh, and yeah. So, you know, you got to be careful. you got to be careful on the on the social platforms. Got but to. You, you never know what might come of it. So. That's right. Uh, I just want to say I'm so thankful for your friendship, man, and just grateful for what you mean to me and just, you know, the what you put into me and the words of affirmation and the, the life that you speak into my life and – I, I don't know where I would be without that. Hey, God bless you, man. I'm, like I said, just from the beginning, where I DM you, man, just because I saw what you was posting, and it's like, I, I need that. I need that faith. I need that gospel. And to going from Twitter to going to the gathering, uh, shout out to Noah Heron, and just having these conversations about God and how we can grow as men, not only as men, but godly men. So yeah. I appreciate your leadership and your passion for doing this because it's all about that one. For I sure, definitely, man. definitely agree with you. It's for the one. Yes, sir. All right. So today we're going to get on a topic and it's going to be, you know, last, last month we talked about struggle and I, I know that was a, a crowd favorite because who doesn't like to talk about struggle? The struggle you know? is real. <laughs> but uh, today we're going to get on a topic of uh, insecurity and the way this is the way this works and the way this is going to go is each week or each month whenever i have a guest come on i kind of as i prepare for that and let them know i'm like hey i would like you to be on i'd like you to be on an episode of my podcast but i want i want this to be real i want it to be authentic so i want you to bring the topic i want you to tell me what we're going to talk about okay because so like whenever i told Trey i was like hey man i would love for you to be on an episode but i want this to be like I want this to be from your heart because yes. I want people to see that, you know, that that people are going through this, that this is mm-hmm. something that can be overcame, that you're not walking through it alone, that it's okay to be walking through this. It doesn't make you any less of a person. Like, God understands that, right. and God will reconcile that. You know, he'll redeem that. Yes. You just, you just can't be going through it alone. So I talked to Trey. I said, hey, man, like, what's something that you've struggled with? And yeah, that's personal, but it's real. So mm-hmm. I said, hey man, what's something that you've struggled with? What's something that you would like to speak on? And the topic he brought to me was insecurity. And I felt that, he's felt that. So I felt, I was like, hey, let's run with it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you the give you the mic and let you roll with it. So let's hear it. I appreciate it. Um, like Braxton said, like his, this vision, like I said, I wanted to give thanks to him again, how he wants to help others with whatever they're going through because it is all about that one as he talked about in Luke 15 where the shepherd um, left the 99 to find that one and he celebrated when he find that one so when he told me about this I said yeah just let me know whenever you want to do this and Brandon said what you want to talk about so I was like man I don't feel like I'm good enough he's like insecurity I said insecurity (laughs) so we roll with it um you know got some stuff down that we're about to speak on so insecurity you know when you think of insecurity like what is that what is that so i did the friendly google (laughs) insecurity means uncertainty or anxiety about oneself or lack of confidence yeah now i know i struggle with that 
almost to a day-to-day basis. For sure. Do I do I share it openly? Not really, but I know privately it's something that I face with and struggle with. And I think the, the enemy knows that that's where it hits me the most because some days I feel like I'm not good enough. And some days I get so tremble and defeated because I'm not where I need to be in life or where I need to be as a person overall. You know, am I doing this right or am I not doing this right? You know, and then how it looks in other people's eyes, you're probably like, well, I need to be successful at this age or I need to do it because they're doing it, you know. And I feel like it goes back to what the Satan Satan does. Satan gives us two Ps as I heard. He either gives us possessions or he gives us problems. That's good. And sometimes that problem can look like insecurity. So how does that insecurity look like? And I think sometimes insecurity looks like comparison. Yeah. You know, we walk around either our daily Walmart or on social media and we just look around like, oh, I wish I had that. Oh, yeah. I wish I had that. Oh, I wish I had that. But we're not them. Yeah. You know, we were born originals. Nope. We wasn't born to be copies. Right. And that that's that's cultural too. Like I feel like oh, that's yes. something that I mean, we've already hit on social media already and that's something that, you know, that's that that creates that problem is mm-hmm. I mean, you get on how many how many times we go on Instagram and we scroll through and you know, we're just looking like ah, like that's something that I wish I had, that's something I want and you know, we're never really content in what God's already given us. Oh, yes. So, And yeah. with that with that comparison, you sense that jealousy within you. For sure. Because you're not at where you need to be or where you see that person. And it's kind of like where, let's say, for instance, we've all been to the park and we see little kids play. And yeah. one kid has, let's say, Thomas the Train. <laughs> And the other kid just have a normal train. Yeah. But that kid stopped playing with that normal train and said, I want Thomas. I want Thomas. That's what insecurity looks like in our yeah. world, sometimes in our soul. Because if Satan wants the insecurity within us, he's winning. Yeah. And our goal is to go find God and find that he's the true winner, not Satan. For sure. For yeah, sure. and like you talking about the you talking about the jealousy aspect of it. I mean, we're sitting here. We're jealous of people we don't even know. I, I, I mean, we don't know what they have going on at home. We don't know what's going on in their their mm-hmm. their life outside of you know the screen that we're scrolling on, and that creates a problem for. I mean, that creates hate. That creates division. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a problem that should never have been there. And it all starts with. I mean, like you said, like you can break it all down. It comes back to insecurity. You know, not being mm-hmm. not being secure in who we are. And I like, I think too. Like one of the things that's so crazy about it is whenever I whenever I look at insecurity and whenever I see that like I think that's just a matter of us basic like we're judging ourselves based off who we think we should be right and who we think like what we think we should be doing with our lives oh, like yes. how far along the line we think we should be like mm-hmm. how far into our careers how far into our spiritual life how far into like how much money we think we should be making and like whenever we base off Whenever we look at our thoughts and our opinions of ourselves, we're always going to be insecure. That's, that's so something true. That's, that's something that's never going to go away. So true. So whenever we start to see like God's plan for our life, whenever we see the vision that God has for us, you know the purpose that God has for us, the plans that God has for us, mm-hmm. 
that insecurity slowly begins to dwindle because we realize like God's got me where I'm supposed to be, you know. I'm yes. in this I'm in this moment for a specific reason, for a specific purpose. Yes. And God's gonna use me exactly where I'm at. So like that insecurity, you know, it, it slowly it slowly begins to go away because you know like there there's a reason for this, there's a reason behind this, and God's gonna use me right where I'm at. So I agree. And going with that, like you can it goes back two thousand years ago with the Bible. Yeah. I mean, insecurity really started in the Garden of Eden, if for you sure. really wanna look at that where Adam and Eve was there, where the serpent told Eve to get this apple so you can be like God. Yeah. And everyone want to say that this is the first sin was to buy the fruit. No, it wasn't. It was the mind. Yeah. And that sure. mind turned turned to insecurity. Yeah. And that's where the sin was created. Yep. Because if we look at sin, we look at parts of like there's multiple parts of sin, but with the insecurity of it is where you find that jealousy and that comparison where it's like I want to be this person. I want to be that. Yeah. So it's like you want to take that bite, but you're not seeing the risk. Yeah. And I think also with insecurity, the stubbornness, mm-hmm. the stubbornness, because you're so focused on one thing, that one thing, you're not looking at everything. You look at that one puzzle piece, but not the masterpiece behind that. Yeah. And when you eat that apple, you're leading on to even more insecurity. Right. And making yourself a deeper, deeper hole into that valley that you're going to be in. Right. And like you said, I mean, like, we're all going to have those, we're all going to have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. We all, like, that's something that, I mean, that's human nature. We can't control that. All right. So it's not so much the the thoughts of it. It's the, it's the actions we take. Yes. You know, I mean, I can think, I mean, I don't know, give me an example. Let me think. Uh <laughs> I got you. I got you. I, 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 I got, got you. You got one? Think of, think of. Like for me, personally, I'll 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 say I'll say like a little little about my life, is where I look at people, on and it's just very heavy because of the culture we're in. Yeah. It goes back to social media. We'll look on Facebook and Instagram, and we see these beautiful pictures, um, just like people are together, and you're like, oh, I want that. They look so happy. They look so happy. Oh, they have kids. They have this. They're living their best life. And where I'm just feeling the guilt because now it's like making me think of, oh, I'm forever going to be lonely. Oh, I'm never going to have kids. Or, oh, I'm never going to be that successful. But that's all what Satan do. He just slick with it. Yeah. And he says all those things just to mess with our mind. Oh, for sure. For sure on that. Because if he can get in our mind and tell us, all these negative thoughts, all these fake stuff, it's very difficult to overcome that mountain that you built little by little by little. Yeah. And that insecurity when you do that becomes normal. Yeah. And I mean, hey, that's like you said, normalized. Like that's mm-hmm. something that in our culture has been normalized. I mean, the Bible doesn't the Bible doesn't preach, you know, finding a spouse, starting right. a family. Like that's not that's not the will of God. I mean, I, that, it's not wrong. Right. It's not. I mean, it's okay. Like, I feel like God wants that for us. There's a. Re- I mean, that's why that has been placed into our, into our lives. But, you know, ultimately, like, what God wants is for us to go preach the gospel. You know, Amen. He wants us to share share the word of God and you know share the name of Jesus. And so, whenever we look at, you know, the thing that the thing that the thing that we're chasing after most, if we make that marriage, you know, if we make that a significant other, then that's gonna. 
I mean, that's kind of that's ultimately like that's we're, we're not in the right there. I agree. You know, that shouldn't be our ultimate purpose. Our ultimate purpose purpose should be you know chasing after God and you know knowing God and making God known. And I think for as long as we chase those things, the the other things you know they'll just kind of come with that. I agree, because it's the pursuit. What are you exactly. pursuing? Because if you had that insecurity, you putting little G's above the big G. Mm-hmm. You putting gods above yeah. God. And God is a jealous God. People forget about that. Yeah. God don't play second to nobody. He's either first or nothing. Yeah, that's good. Because if you not put him first, you'll la- you'll be last in anything you do in this world. For sure. Because it says in Matthew six thirty three, seek him first. Yeah. And you'll get everything you want. Yep. You gotta seek him first. You gotta pursue him. But with that insecurity, you're not looking at him. You're looking at humans. And humans are not above God. God is creation of the human. But when we have our pursuit and our priorities, I'm using all these P words, you know, we're <laughs> dealing with problem, possession, yeah. now pursuit, and now priorities. Yeah. If your priorities not lined up what God wants to put in your heart, you're not going to make it in this world. You're, you're going to be unsuccessful, and sure. you won't have many storms than sunshine. And God loves us so much because he gives us grace when we go through these storms, his his grace is so free and so gifted to us that if we do go down that insecurity, he says, I know what you've been through. I know what you're looking at. But look at the light. Turn this way. Repent. Turn. Turn. Yeah. I will make a way for you because I am I did not create insecurity for you. I created identity. For sure. That's so good. Identity. Because that's what it's all about, going from guilt to grace, to worry to worship, to sin to salvation, and from insecurity to identity, for sure. You're preaching over here, I'm not preaching, man. It's just the word, because we're, the word has been in us for 2,000 years, or been in this world for 2,000 years, and it's a living word. It breathes life. Yeah. The scripture is life-giving. It's not punishment. And we, if we look at that as punishment, we're getting the wrong picture. Because our God is loving. He, he is fearful, but for fear comes in love. Yeah, Not from running away, but running towards him when things go bad. Yeah, when true. we have those insecurities of comparison, jealousy, selfishness, sin, and especially the culture that we're in, you want to run towards him. Because you're going to be scared that I don't lose my life if I don't get Jesus with me. So it's like we have to turn that insecurity to identification. That's good. Got to, man. That's really good. So going off of that, I think you have, let's see what you got. We got some, uh, you know, insecurity, I think, I mean, we've already talked about this part, but, you know, it it does equal sin, but it's not it's not just the sin. It's also the struggle. Mm. You know, it's not yes. it's not just the sin itself. Like, I mean, because whenever, like, like we were talking about, you know, like whenever the reason it is a sin is because it's, it comes from us not fully trusting what God has for us. I agree. And, I mean, that might be a little harsh to some people. You may think, but it's hey, right. I can't control this. You know, like, insecurity mm-hmm. is something that's coming on me that I don't want it there. Like, I don't I don't want that there. So yes. how is that a sin? And ultimately, I think it's because... It's because we're not fully committed to what God has for us. We don't... We don't... We don't have full faith. And I'm not... Mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not shaming anyone. Right. I'm not putting anyone down. Because right. I've... You lived it. In my life, yeah, I, I've had some insecurity. Yes. Do I see that as a sin? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But do I see that as something that I've been able to control? Maybe not. I don't. I don't know. You know, because like, 
I feel like I try, like, I feel like we try to put our full purpose in, like, my my full heart into God. And, like, I believe what God says mm-hmm. of me. I believe, you know, that I am a child of God. I am a son of God. I am made in his image that, you know, that he has a purpose for my life, a plan for my life. Yes. And I believe those things. But doubt always worries. Mm-hmm. Doubt always creeps in, you know. Oh, yes. Worry always creeps in. You always have that, 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 that second, that second thought of, hey, you know, am I good enough for this? Right. And that's the struggle, you know. Yeah. That's the thing that, that we have to overcome. And if we can overcome the struggle, then ultimately we can overcome the sin. I agree. It's like, you ever heard the saying, "New levels, new devils." Yeah. You know, it's like you conquered this mountain, but guy gonna put another mountain in front of you. Yeah. Either went through a storm, about to go through a storm, or you're going through one. Yeah. And it goes back to who you trust at the end, kind of like For what sure. you say. Like, are you fully putting your heart out there? Because look at look what you did in the past. Yeah. Oh, he made a way with this. He made a way with that. You know, I got my car fixed. I'm passing grades. I have life. I'm breathing. I can walk. I can move. You yeah. know, I got so unlimited blessings, but yet... We're so full of flesh that we always want something else. Yeah. And that's where the insecurity keeps creeping every time. Because yeah. we got to remember that this battle is a spiritual battle that we yeah. cannot see. Like in Ephesians 6, he tells us to put the full armor yeah. of the God in us. Because if we don't, we're going to have these insecurities keep going. Because that helmet of salvation is there for a reason to block the insecurity in our minds. Yeah. Because if we can block it and stiff arm it, aka Heisman it, <laughs> you know, we gonna be all right. Who you think will win the Heisman? Who I'm thinking will win the Heisman? It's early. It's early. It's, it's early. I'm a Jalen Hurst guy. Oh man. I'm a Jalen Hurst. I feel you. I, I feel you. I, I respect him, and because of his maturity. Yeah. And I'll use him as an example. He's not looking at nobody else. That's good. He's not looking at nobody else. He's not comparing no one else. He got insecurity locked down under his feet, and he is pushing towards what he needs to push. And look where where that's getting him. Blessings. Yeah, exactly. Blessings. That's good. Um, I just want to read a verse out of Isaiah. It's uh, chapter 26, verse 3, and it says, You will keep in perfect peace those Mm. whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Yes. And I like that verse because, you know, it's saying, when we trust in God, you know, he will keep our minds steadfast. And that's not, you know, trust in this area or in this area. That's mm-hmm. trust in, like, every area. That's our whole lives. When we put our whole lives into that, then, and we trust God with, you know, yeah, I may, it, it may be easy for me to trust God that I'm going to pass this class. It may be easy for me to trust God that, you know, I'm going to wake up the next day. Right. But it may be really hard for me to trust God that, you know, that my parents are going to make it through this tough time that they're going through. You know, mm-hmm. that my parents aren't going to get through a divorce. Yes. You know, that my... My family is going to make it through this, you know. And so there there are different areas in our life where it is so much easier to trust God. But when we learn to trust God in every single area, regardless of what it is, that's when our minds are kept steadfast. Yes. That's when, you know, we see it clearly. We see the bigger picture. The, the insecurity is, you know, is taken away because mm-hmm. we're able to look at that as... God's got this under control. In, insecurity is lack of perseverance. Yeah. You can see that. It's a lack of pressing on. Yeah. Because think about it. We go back to the Bible. The Israelites, they, they went 40 years in the wilderness. We know it was 40 years. Yeah. 
They didn't. Yeah, they didn't know. They didn't know. They had to keep pushing. For sure. But that insecurity came in. Like, I'd rather be a slave. I'd rather be this. I'd rather be that. They'd rather be their past. They'd rather be their past. Than their purpose. Before, than their purpose. There we go with those yes. P words, man. These P words are powerful. <laughs> because powerful. it's insecurity in your past. You letting your past win. Yeah. But God said, you're not your past. You're sure. not your past. You're more than your past. You was created on purpose for a purpose. That's good. You was created for a purpose, for your own purpose, for a purpose. For sure. Because your purpose got God in it. Yeah. And that pain you're going through is going to be a testimony for someone else's life. Yeah. Someone else's Absolutely. life for sure. for sure. Because I'll give you this, another story, another testimony, and I'm not afraid to say it. When I was going through college, I wanted to be that big dog, party a lot, party. Yeah. And we were going, me and some of my friends going to Alabama game. And we were going to go, but we made like a pit stop mm -hmm. to get some alcohol. I'm not ashamed to say that. Yeah. But when we got the alcohol, we wanted to go to a high school game. We had the alcohol in my car. I was underage, but I didn't care because I put my identity with my insecurity because I had to be this guy. Yeah. I had to be this guy. But... At the end of the game, I got locked up because I was underage for the alcohol beverages. Yeah. I stayed in jail for a night. That taught me something right there. Yeah. That I'm not bigger than God. I'm not bigger than my insecurity. My insecurity got me locked up. Yeah. But thank God for his grace. And I overcame that with great parents. Got me. My father got me. And he told me one thing. Who are you going to follow? Yeah. You going to follow yourself? Or you gonna follow God? Because yeah. he said, if I follow myself, you gonna go back right where you were. For sure. But if you follow God and His steps and His purpose, you gonna be blessed, yeah. unlimited. So I had to make a decision right there where you know what? I don't need to be this fake person. I don't need to compare to this person. I don't need to be selfish and get what I want. Yeah. Because I'm not serving my God. I'm serving me, and I'm not a God. Jesus is my God. Yeah, that's so good, man. And, like, I love, I love what your dad said. You know, like, at that point, like, you'd already made the mistake, so there's no point. In, there's no condemnation in that. Like, you can't do anything to change that. Yeah. But I like how he took that step, and he said, hey, like, you can either walk from this, you can turn from this, and you can be who God's called you to be, who God's created you to be, mm -hmm. or you can you can stay in this, and, you know, you're liable to end right back here where you're at. Right. And I, I, I like that, and I kind of, I mean... If your if your dad can come up and tell you that, like, what what more does your heavenly father have to say about you? You know, God used him to speak his message to me. Yeah, God uses people every day to get his message out. Is either it goes down to us choosing to hear what he says. It's a choice. Yeah, that's so good. And if you think about it, in Jesus when he was speaking and preaching his parables, he wasn't commanding. He was giving us a choice. It was rather us either we're going to listen and embrace what he's doing or listen and let it go one ear out the other. That's good. Because it all goes back to what you want to do. Do you want to follow me? For sure. Or do you want to follow yourself? Do you want to deny yourself and follow my cross? Or do you want to deny Christ and follow your cross? Yeah. It all goes back to that. It all goes back to that. That's so good, man. Thank you. Yeah. And like that's like me. I mean, I'm going through a time. Like, I'm looking... 
at possibly, you know, going into college ministry or even, even looking at this podcast, you know, and just the insecurity that came with that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought, I'm not, I'm not capable to speak to, you know, we, I don't, an unlimited number of people mm-hmm. can listen to this. I don't know. I, I don't contain that. You know, I put it out there. Whoever wants to hear it can hear it. And, you know, that scared me. I was like, I'm not capable of that. That's not something that I feel like I have the ability to do. And that yeah. insecurity just came creeping in. But as I prepared for it, I looked at it as God's not calling, God's not using this to make to make me any better. You know, right. God's not using this to, to glorify me. Yes. This is a way for me to glorify God. Amen. And this is a way for me to say, hey, the 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 things that are being talked about right here this mm-hmm. isn't this isn't something that me and Trey like yeah we thought about it and this is something this is an idea that we had but this idea was given to us through like through God through because God. there are, there are so many people out there struggling with this exact thing you know yes. there's so many people out there going through insecurity and they think that hey I'm going through insecurity I'm not capable of doing the things that God's called me to do and that, that that's not it at all you yeah. know? like look me and you right here like I've I fully believe that you were walking in your purpose. You know, I'm hey. walking in my purpose. Yes. And we face insecurity. Every day. Man. Every single day. Every day. So, like, <laughs> it is, it's okay to be going through those things. It's okay yep. to, you know, to step out in faith and believe my God is bigger than my insecurity. That's right. And Jesus is going to use me regardless of what I feel like I'm capable of. Because mm-hmm. his capabilities are so much greater than mine. Talking about me preaching, you preaching that. <laughs> hey, you know we're just we're just we're just being honest and you know opening up and you know just telling people like, hey, we're living testimonies for the Lord. Absolutely, we all are. We're all living testimonies for the Lord. Um, then also, I know that some people always trying to figure out if it's a daily struggle, what can I do? You know, how can I overcome it? Yeah. And the beautiful thing is, when you have God on your side, you can overcome anything in this world. Absolutely. Because you are more than a conqueror as a child of God. And I think that, to, I know for me, that is my biggest identity. My biggest identity. Because, yes, I am a teacher. Yes, I am a brother. Yes, I am a friend. Yes, I am a mentor. But I am a child of God first and foremost. And when you identify yourself with your God and as a child, you can overcome anything. Yeah. Because you can do all things through Christ, which Absolutely. strengthens you. And I feel like when you can overcome it, you have to pray. Prayer is such a powerful tool. Bryson, I know you know it. And I want our listeners to hear that prayer can change everything. For Prayers sure. can move mountains. Prayer should be your first choice, not your last resort. Prayer can move mountains over anything because only thing you have to do is ask and he will give. Knock and the door will open. It will get it will help. If you seek him, he'll find you'll find what you're looking for through prayer. Because God listens always. I said this I said this to some of my friends. God is Waffle House. He's open (laughs) twenty four hours, seven days a week. He never closes. That's good. He's always listening. You may even think it may be like the the stupid prayer, like, Lord, help me just make it one mile on this run, or Lord, yeah. let me make this good chicken spaghetti. He'll help you. <laughs> I wish I had some chicken spaghetti. I'm telling you. But he will help you with that. He'll give you the ability. For sure. But as you praying, you have to know it's on his time. Yeah, absolutely. It's on his time. Because everything's perfect with his time. 
Because if we rush even that one second, yeah, we're going to miss back and we're going to go back to where we started. And just going off you talking about those small prayers, you know, the Bible says that we should be continuously praying, you know, pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. And so those small prayers that we think, you know, sometimes like, ah, oh, that's dumb. Like God, God doesn't want to hear that. Or, you know, that's not really important. That's not the point. You know, the right. point is forming that relationship with God. Like mm-hmm. it's that, it's that continuous, it's that continuous conversation. Mm-hmm. It's always, you know, being, Hey, like this, this is what's going on. And like, that's not, that's not something that you have to say, you know, like you don't have to verbally speak it out loud, but you can, you know, that's, that can be something that's going on in right. your head. That can be a thought, like the thought process that you're going through. You know, I just agree. always, just always keeping, just having, just having God on your mind. You know, just being like, "Yo, God, like, what up? Yeah, I think I'm. Today's a good day. I think I'm gonna, you know, prayer can look go to the park. Prayer like, can be diverse. It's different for everybody. Yes, and yeah, yeah, there should be those moments. You should have those moments where you know you come to God in prayer and you are, you are just you know honoring uh-huh. you are thankful you are and you should go to him you know it may it looks different for everybody for some people you know it's on beside their bed on their knees and for some people you know it's in their car driving to work and like oh, you yes. should have those moments where you are completely in all honoring your god the way that he deserves to be honored. i agree but it's okay to have those conversations yes. too you know god is our god but he's also our father like yes. there's there's a reason he has multiple names you know because oh, yes. he plays multiple roles in our lives, and I just I just want to go off that. He's a Swiss really toolkit, man. Yeah, there you go. He's a, he's the perfect Swiss toolkit because he can fix anything for sure. He can use the broken for his story and make them blessed at the That's end good. of it. Um, also, with prayer, it's nothing wrong with confess what you did. Yeah. I, I I think if we're gonna make it and overcome with our insecurity, we have to confess what what we did. Like Lord. I, I want to confess that I was jealous. I was being selfish. I was being compared. I'm comparing others when I know I shouldn't. Like, it's okay because if you confess, that God knows that you're, you're getting it. Yeah. You're understanding it. You understand what I'm trying to do in your life. Because we all fall short to the glory of God. That's, yeah, we so all true. fall short. Even when we are still sinners, he died for us. Absolutely. He died for us because he said he knows that we're going to keep doing it, doing it again. Yeah. That's why he told his disciples and others, you know, forgive 70 times 7. Now, that don't mean 490 times. That's, he's just giving a number out to keep doing it because yeah. forgiveness have unlimited. Yeah. Unlimited. And that's another thing. you got to ask for forgiveness. For sure. Because when you forgive yourself, those burdens will lift off. Yeah. You don't have to carry that insecurity. You don't have to carry that I'm a failure or I'm a I'm worrying or I'm anxious or I have an addiction or I'm a cheater. No, no, that is gone. Could you ask for forgiveness? For sure. And when you get that forgiveness, God will create and transform a new heart. As he says in Romans twelve and two, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. There's those two. There's another two P's again. Those two P's. Because when you understand that you're not the copy of this world, that you are not a failure, that you're not the the worst person in the world, that you're not lonely, you're, you're not that. You are saved. You are joy, you are peace, you are love, you are kind, 
Forgive you are it. more than anything in this world because you are a child of God far and foremost because yes. you have multiple blessings and multiple attributes in your system that will spread God's word through many people. Absolutely. Period. Another P. <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, vulnerability is key. Um, yes. Vulnerability helps lead to the overcoming insecurity. You know, mm-hmm. like if we're not if we're not willing to open up and be real about it, then nothing else nothing else is going to help us. You know, I agree. And people like you have to. I've heard it said like this. You know, you don't have to tell everybody everything, but you need to tell somebody everything. Yeah. Not because you you shouldn't just go up and be like posting it on your Facebook wall yeah. or your, you know on t- on your Twitter feed. Like that's not. That's yeah. not what it's all about, but you need to find somebody, you know, whether it's your youth pastor, a friend that you can confide in, you oh, know, like I have Trey, I have multiple friends in my life, oh, yeah. you know, that I can talk to and find somebody to just let them know that, like, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Can this I, is what I'm going through. Can I say this? If you're a young listener, find a older married mentor. That's good. Find them because yeah. I got four of them and I am not scared to what to tell them what I'm going through. Because they've been through those storms. For sure. That's why there's there are different seasons in our life. Yeah. Because and they know they got that wisdom to help. And don't and don't neglect it. Do not neglect it, young guys or young girls. Do not neglect it. When they give you advice, soak it in. Yeah. Be a sponge. Because it may not sound good right now, but you'll thank them in the future. For sure. And that's like a lot of times we're scared to open up about the things that we're going through because we're scared that those people are going to judge us, you mm-hmm. know, condemn us. And you will be surprised at who the people God draws you to. Oh, yes. Because he knows that you're going through this. Yes. And there's a very good chance that that person has either been through that mm-hmm. or can point you to someone who has. Oh, yes. And so don't be afraid to open up. Don't be afraid to go to- go forth with it because... You're having those feelings for a reason. And the only way you're going to overcome those is if you open up about it and be real about it. Amen. Um, the only thing I want to add on top of that, you know, is I feel like a lot of times we begin to search for basically what we've been talking about this whole this whole episode. Mm-hmm. You know? we, we search for something to fulfill us. Yes. And for as long as we're searching for something outside of the love of Jesus Christ, we'll never be fulfilled. So ultimately, that's where that insecurity creeps in. I agree. It's, it's like you're, you don't let your, don't add the temporal when it's necessary for the eternal. Yeah, for sure. Because temporal can come and go, but eternal lasts forever. And the only one that has eternal is Jesus Christ. For sure. I mean, think of it as, let's say, in my opinion, like I always use this comparison to some to some kids, like. Would you rather forget it? Next time, <laughs> now next time, I was thinking of progress, but yeah. for the but for the temporal, it's it's only gonna come and go. Yeah. But that eternal is forever. Yeah, that's good. And we're our temporal is just like a vape. Yeah. It's there and then it's gone. Yeah. And then you feel empty again, and you need something. And it's like you become addicted again and again. But with Jesus Christ. That love is forever. That's good. And it's never going to be unbreaking. It's ne- or unbroken, excuse me. And it's never going to be changed because nothing can separate us from the love of God. Absolutely. Um, you know, God's most glorified in us when we're most satisfied in Him. 
Amen. And so yes. I think whenever we try to find satisfaction outside of that, you know, not only is that dishonoring to God, but that's not going to get us anywhere. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's honestly dishonoring to ourselves. That's right. So I think, you know, for as long as, as long as we're here on this earth, you know, we should be chasing after him with all that we have and being satisfied in that. And the more that you chase after him, the more that satisfaction is going to come. And it'll grow. Your faith will grow. Absolutely. Your faith will grow if you keep chasing him. It's a discipline. It's definitely, oh, Jesus, that is a good word, a discipline. Because you have to be in that word. I'm not bragging on myself when I say this, but Braxton knows I send devotions. Every single day for the last two years. Every single day because I I am chasing him. And he knows where my heart is. Because some people can blow up your phone and just doing it. But he knows where I'm at where. I'm not looking for a response of saying, oh, that's good. I'm yeah. not looking for that. I just want you to know that, hey, God put this on my heart to give to you, and God is saying something through me to get to you. And knowing, I'll just keep it real, sometimes we don't look at our Bible every day. Yeah. But we look at text messages. Every single day. So you're going to look at my text message. You're yeah. going to see a scripture that's because awesome. I got you. Because I don't want you to not hear, well done, my good and faithful servant on Judgment Day. That's good. Because my goal here is on earth to spread his name through many people, through hills and valleys, highs and lows. So I know that I will see you on Judgment Day because we are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are one for that one. For the one. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's, it's, it's a blessing, man. And everyone's in different seasons. Yeah. Even our listeners, I know y'all are in different seasons, but I pray that one day you see that light and you run towards it. Because when you see that light, that light, darkness can't cover it. Yeah. Darkness will never cover it. Even with your brokenness, God still use brokenness for a reason, guys. Because we all have brokenness inside of us. We all have that thorn on the side of us. That's Paul. Paul asked to get that thorn out three times to Jesus. But Jesus said no, because he knows that thorn is going to be a testimony for his kingdom. As your insecurity, if your thorn is insecurity, just know that you are not that thorn. You're not. You can use that thorn to tell people, hey, I'm with you on that. Hey, you failing that test? I'm failing too. Hey, you lonely? I feel lonely too, but now we're together, so we don't have to be lonely no more. And my loneliness is gone because I found Christ within me. That's good. And I want you to have it too. Because we're all in this race together. For sure. And we all need to help each other out one by one. It's never good to do life alone. Even if you have insecurity or struggle or sin, any type of sin, just know that you're not alone. You can always run to somebody. And Jesus is always there with open arms. He'll celebrate with you. Because if you are that one, he'll find you and you're going to rejoice with him. That's good. As we wrap up here, you know, I just want to say that if you're listening to this and you're going through, if you're going through that, you know, if you're if you're struggling with insecurity or, you know, it, it may be something that we haven't even talked about on this show or this podcast. Mm-hmm. If regardless of what you're going through, regardless of where you're at in your life, the things that you feel that you can't control, the things that you feel like, you know, may be out of your hands or you may feel like it's even out of God's hands. God's not judging you for thinking those thoughts. Right. But he does want you to go to him. You know, give those things to him. Make yourself available. Find somebody you trust. Yes. It can be 
a best friend. It can be a parent. It can be a youth pastor, a senior pastor. It can be just find somebody who you trust and talk to them. Let them know. So be good. open. Be honest. Yes. And don't hold anything back because you'll be surprised at the words of affirmation, the words of life, yes, the things that they will tell you that will help you get through because you're not meant to go through this alone. Amen. Um, so that's going to be it for this episode. I just want to thank Trey once again hey, for coming on. Thank you, Braxton. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Um, hey, I want to say I'm proud of you. I really am, Braxton. Your vision, when we talked about this, actually, let's go back in the summertime. <laughs> you said you had a feeling. Yeah. You had a feeling. We was in that little Honda car. Was it a Honda? Uh, that, that Volkswagen. Car? Yeah, oh, that Volkswagen. Volkswagen. was in a Volkswagen. And we was driving back from B-Dubs. And you're like, I, I got something I want to do. I got something I want to do. And you were telling me about it. And I just started grinning. <laughs> you knew it. You know what I'm saying. When I start grinning, I'm like, oh, this, this is God talking. So I thank you for embracing this vision yeah not saying no to the insecurity of i don't need to do this where you like i'm going to be bold in my faith and i'm gonna rock with it so i salute you sir wholeheartedly because you make me a better person and a better brother in christ so i appreciate you so much for doing this for the one podcast you make me tear up man don't tear (laughs) i I, I appreciate that man thank you um so we're gonna have another episode posted it'll be sometime next month i really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening we like we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna leave it a secret. We're not gonna. We're not gonna Ooh. announce future guests anymore, like we did on the first episode. Ooh. So, um, you know, I just want to say thank you guys. Thank y'all for listening, and uh, be looking for the next available episode of For the One because it might just be for you.